According to the bio he wrote, Gabriel Rutledge is one of North America's finest touring stand-up comics. He has appeared on Comedy Central and is a past winner of the Seattle International Comedy Competition. Christy Rutledge is one of North America's finest stay-at-home moms. They have three kids, they're married, they swear a lot, they're the Rutledges. Turn around, bright eyes. Is that how it goes? Bright eyes? Every now and then I fall apart. And I need you now, tonight. And I need you more than ever. I should have told you I was recording. (laughs) No, no. This is a karaoke podcast. I will close with Piano Man. What do you mean? You were going to sing Piano Mm -hmm. Man? Did I tell you that I was in the parking lot at our doctor's building? And this um, person, this person who was probably in their twenties, was like driving in the parking lot with Piano Man blasting in their car. Like, who is like, I have got to blast Piano Man. Sing us a song. <laughs> like, what the heck? I anyone who. Look, it's just Piano Man. I don't know why we have this kind of reaction. I just hit my toes on the chair. Do we need to pause? No. I'm just in agony. You hit your toes? I thought you hit your thumb that you sliced off. No. Oh, God. I hit just like the tips of my toes trying to stretch my legs out. Okay. Well, this one started weird. Jeez, that hurt. <laughs> I wasn't exaggerating, by the way. Christy sliced off. I mean, I think it'll when it heals, he probably won't be able to notice. But you, I mean, we saw part of your thumb in um, your salad. Yes, <laughs> I brought it in. <laughs> salad is dangerous. I've been trying to say that for years. That salad's not actually good for you. They couldn't put it back on. Well, it was mostly skin. Was- yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's a divot out. Yeah. And I didn't need to cut my nail. I had been noticing that I needed to cut my thumbnail. So <laughs> I killed two birds with one stone in that, that one. There's a life hack no one needs. Uh-huh. Hey, cut your nails with a kitchen knife. This is what. So what hurts the most now? So when we went in, the first thing they did was... um they gave me injections, like Novocaine injections, because mm-hmm. um, it really, really fucking hurt. And those were terrible feeling, so painful. And I was like yelling. I yelled like, Jesus, fuck. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Like, I felt so stupid. And... um. But that that mostly numbed it up. But then, so then he like, you know, because it was bleeding really bad. So then they put a tourniquet on it. And then they um, started to like assess and clean. 
and it still hurt pretty bad and like the top is open and he offered to put a shot of novocaine in the top like that's where i sliced it off and then he wanted to stick a needle in there i was like nope i will live with the pain (laughs) and he was like are you sure i'm like absolutely (laughs) that sounds worse (laughs) yeah that does sound awful so awful time but i mean it's never a good time to go to the uh urgent care but like during covid it's like everyone that comes in you're like oh jesus now i got it (laughs) (laughs) it was uh you know what's weird about the guy you saw playing piano man or listening to piano man was a girl it was yeah which is even weirder (laughs) that's even weirder Mm -hmm. it's the age like look i don't even think you were a real comedian until you've teared up in an airport because Piano Man was playing. Mm. Because it's a song about performing. Mm-hmm. And even more importantly, it's a song about how you should be bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it resonates. Mm-hmm. But like 20, if you're rocking Billy Joel <laughs> super loud at 20, who hurt you? <laughs> no. What inappropriate uncle liked that song? I don't know. It was so strange. I just like it's a twenty year old. You know, you know who slaps <laughs> Billy fucking Joel. No, I mean that's the thing is, if you really want to rock out to Billy Joel, we like, didn't start the fire. No, I was thinking like Uptown Girl, like, but no, <laughs> sing us your song, <laughs> Piano Man, like that. I don't know. It's a good drinking song. You know what I mean? It's about people in the bar. You know, Davy, he's still in the Navy and probably, probably will, will be, be for life. life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, that makes sense. But that's, uh, I, that's a weird moment to see someone having a moment where you're like, oh, they're really fucking feeling it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, <laughs> whatever's going on. I, I had that with, uh, it was a dude in a really nice car. And I think, he he was dressed very professionally, mm-hmm. and he was like, I don't know, he was kind of <laughs> fucking above his weight class, so to speak, mm-hmm. because it was like he clearly, unless it was all an act, he clearly had a lot of money. Yeah, and he and it was like, and it was a uh, Motley Crue, Doctor Feelgood, you know that song, <laughs> that Feelgood. I'm just like, this is like a dirty metalhead. How did he make it? How was he like? A law partner. How did this happen? Mm-hmm. But it was just funny to look over and see like this guy in a Lexus just like <laughs> fucking the crew's the best, man. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start more. Well, we already started. Um, that's my. I hate that when comedians do that where they, their first five minutes, they go like, before I even start the show. And then they just do material. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, now we can get started. I'm like, I call bullshit and all this. Mm-hmm. You started. Uh, the This is a news story. And I kept thinking, there's no way this is real. Mm-hmm. But this is from a newspaper. This isn't okay. like, this isn't like uh, uh, you know, uh, the Inquirer. Although they get every celebrity gossip thing, right? But, mm-hmm. okay. <clears throat> Woman gives armed robber blowjob to distract him until police <laughs> no, arrive. That, 
What news is it? It is Metro UK. I mean, it has a sports page next. It's like a newspaper. Wait, they put blowjob? Well, it's the UK. They don't give a shit. Oh, my God. Look, there's a lot of talk uh, about heroes. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I mean, you're you're at in-person school right now. You're a hero. You're an essential hero. Yeah. A double-masked hero. And face shield. Some, and a face shield. I... Uh, deliver groceries, which makes me a hero. When I do comedy, that makes me a murderer. It's hard to figure out what I'm <laughs> supposed to be doing. <laughs> because so far, the rules for me are, you're only a hero if you're uh, risking anything for a job that sucks. This is a long ways from your my point story. Is, <laughs> my point, I'm going to talk about Piano Man in a second. <laughs> uh, my point is, this is an actual hero. Okay. <laughs> Also, like, will you send that to me? I want to text that to some of my friends. Coronavirus? You blew a robber? I mean, has there been, like, is that a common way to spread? Like, who's? Why isn't I'm, anybody like? I'm pretty sure that's how the UK hey, uh, variant started. Doctor Fauci. Um, I thought you were gonna say Doctor Fauci. <laughs> no. How? How did you? Uh, how did? How? What is our uh, data rates of, of um, you know, the infection of transmission through oral sex? <laughs> well, I mean, it would it only comes from your mouth. Uh, the, I know. The, the, I mean, for some people, it only comes from your mouth. That's what men have been saying for years. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. You wouldn't give it to someone until you... I'm not going to say that. Uh, it's... But I don't think... Because I think someone asked him about sex once, and he said you should wear a mask. Well, why aren't you wearing a mask with me? Could you wear a face shield, too? You're in my bubble. You're allowed to fuck your bubble. Oh, well, okay. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Especially NBA players. <laughs> That's all they did in there. Uh, okay, I'm going to read some. <clears throat> a petrol station robber. That's gas station. Mm-hmm. Uh, was arrested after a mystery woman reportedly performed oral sex to distract him until police arrived. The would-be thief had allegedly burst into the station in Slovakian capital Bratislava. Now it's starting to make sense. Before demanding cash from a terrified sales assistant late on Tuesday night. This is where it gets weird to me. He was then said to have punched a male member of staff in the face and helped himself to the till-takings. The employee then fled to the office where a co-worker was before escaping out the back door calling police. The 24-year-old suspect was said to have followed him in and demanded more cash from the safe when a 36-year-old Czech woman appeared and decided to stop him with what was described as an, quote, unusual method. <laughs> By the time the police arrived, they found the pair lying half-naked on the ground. Suspect was arrested and taken to the police station. Um... Wait, why was she half naked? Look, she was in character. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> it's. I'm sorry. It's not. I'm not doing that for my job. It's not called blow fun. It's a blow job, Christy. Okay. But she took her obligations very far. <laughs> this is what's weird to me. So the guy gets punched in the fucking face. And then later, 
when it all he runs out, calls the cops, and then later she's like, "I was so worried after you got punched in the face <laughs> that I blew him." You <laughs> sucked the dick of a man who punched me in the face. I don't even <laughs> know what to. That doesn't think. even make any sense. <laughs> I just panicked. I did what I could. Like what? <laughs> Uh, also, there, we are lacking a lot of details, but it does seem like, how do you bring that, just in the middle of the, is that how dumb men are? Just in the middle yes. of a robbery. Yes. And he's like, I'm going to kill him. A blowjob? Blow okay. Well, yeah, well, sure, we got time. We got time. <laughs> yes, that is what <laughs> men are like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw the other thing on your um list of show topics and i think it just proves that point look <laughs> i'm on all the social medias um i'm a micro influencer i'm trying to get that going although that sounds like i'm in the micro penis community so maybe i am not a micro penis influencer i'm a i'm a micro influencer yes okay uh i'm up to you're a minimal influencer I don't like how that Maybe sounds you're at all. A no, my, micro sounds like like a micro dose of <laughs> weed. It's like it's like you. We don't. Yeah, mean, it's microdosing like, LSD. It's not to... that like you're yeah. you're, you're small because you you want to be big, but you're small. No, I'm hyper focused on this micro market. Right. Of the seventy something people that follow me on TikTok, I'm killing it on there. Right. I haven't looked at seventy a lot. Yeah. I thought so. Huh. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> I was trying. I've been trying to beef up my Twitter. Uh, and one of the ways to do that is like follow people. Mm -hmm. And so I'm using this site that's like, you should follow these people because they have, they will like you mm -hmm. and they'll follow you back. And so I've been getting all these weirdos. I think I mentioned a few weeks ago, it's really a, ret <laughs> it's a return to some of it is social media. I haven't seen in a long time. Like, um, how good is pizza or just like weird <laughs> shit like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, can't wait to eat dinner after work and you're like okay cool i kind of like this old school like mm -hmm. uh and then i unfollow them eventually mm -hmm. i there are people men that just retweet <laughs> pornography this like, was a good one <laughs> i was scolding scolding that's probably don't search that with pornography uh <laughs> That's that's what the hero did. She scolded the robber to save everyone. Uh, I was scrolling through. I was actually somewhere. Some. I feel like it was like. I don't know where I was. Probably just at home. Mm -hmm. But like when you're sc when you're scrolling through your Twitter with like children around and it's just full penetration sex on your Twitter feed. It is shocking. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, what is this? And then I look at the guy that I had followed. And that's all. That's all they do, mm -hmm. or respond to porn stars. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't. You were really good at behind twelve. Well, <laughs> first I thought maybe it was just a, a bot, mm -hmm. but it seemed like he had real opinions and was a fan of certain. And I'm just like, that's what I mean. Like, it's like, oh my god, look how far it goes in. I've got to let my fans know about this. Do you know what I mean? Like, everyone's got to see this. <laughs> so stupid. Like, I don't. <laughs> What has happened? <laughs> no. What has happened when, like, you're just like a man who wants to show other people porn you've enjoyed? Like, that's some. I mean, on websites and stuff, they'll be like, 
do you want to share this? And you just laugh like, who would? No, no, no one wants to share this. Well, I think we just need to re- rewind back to a man was robbing a gas station. Somebody offered oral sex. He said yes. I mean, wouldn't your first thing be like, I have to get out of here quickly? But no, the idea that somebody's going to perform oral sex on him and he's like, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> like all, like there's just a real lack of brains. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's for sure. There's a lack of brains. I mean, every, you know. <laughs> The smartest man in the world gets real dumb yeah. uh, around sex, for sure. Um, but it's just, I don't, that, I mean, they, there's no way they have, like, a girlfriend or, do you know what I mean? Like, no. Mm-mm. Saw your tweet today, honey. Like, there's just, mm, uh, I hope it was a bot, because I'm just like, this is sad. This is just right. sad to, like, <laughs> Uh, watch porn and share your favorite clips. <laughs> like, I watch it for you guys. I send the good stuff to you. Yeah. Follow me. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm at Petrol Blowjob. That's my uh, <laughs> my Twitter follow. Uh, but yeah, there's a. Uh, I unfollowed them. Mm-hmm. I've had that same problem on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, back when I was in airports all the time, like I just someone will follow me, I'll follow them back, and then I'm like, Jesus Christ! It's like you know, a centimeter from their vagina. I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm in, I'm around people right now. <laughs> this isn't what we need to have happen. Nope. Uh, all right, what was your topic? All right, this was um sent to me by. Our uh, long, long time podcast listener, Cindy Anna. You know Cindy. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think our Oliver, shall we share about Cindy Anna? Well, she's from Indiana. And for a long time, we met like these on our first podcast, this like person who was part of a polyamorous trio mm-hmm. and um who, yeah 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 who was also named, named cindy. cindy and would like like i wanted to <laughs> say call in but would send us stuff and like we interviewed her yeah and we had stuff. her as a guest once and um she was in a was she in a thruple yeah, but they were also in a polyamorous oh, yeah. marriage okay. and okay. and um and so we would we would call her polyamorous Cindy, and then our other Cindy from from Indiana was like, "I feel like there should be a way to differentiate us, but I'm, you know, I don't want to say monoamorous Cindy." So then we started calling her Cindyana, and whenever I send their Christmas card to them, because they like they gave us gifts and stuff, I um, she came to see me in Kentucky because it was closer. Pretty close to where she lived in Indiana. She brought me cookies. Yeah, and me presents. And so, um, when, and she like start, they start sending us Christmas cards. So I always write Cindyana on like the address line and I write S I N in all capitals and then D M. <laughs> what, what did she call it? Monoamorous? Yes. 
Can we start telling people that that we're monoamorous? Well, I think. Well, then she her whole thing was her first thought was monoamorous, but then she was like, "Wait, that would just be like me, like." And this is our friend Cindy who masturbates a lot. I think proud of it. I think the guy who uh, on Twitter who uh, (laughs) tweets pornography links is (laughs) monoamorous. Well, sure, he's a. He's a X-rated follow, but he's monoamorous. You know what I mean? That's his lifestyle. <laughs> I think monogamous is the yeah, but I, I want don't know. I want a term that's so confusing. People think we're cool. I don't want to be like. Well, you can search for that. See what you can come up with. Oh, what's... Duo- we're we're duoamorous. <laughs> I guess it would be duo amorous. No, biamorous. Yeah, that, but that makes us sound like some like take on being bisexual. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, by God, we're amorous. <laughs> <laughs> That's just weird. By God, we fuck sometimes. <laughs> So, Maybe that sound effect should be our sexuality. How do you identify? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, If you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, But if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry, and you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, It's easy. It's free. Uh, They distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which... uh, Apparently, it's just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So, worth it? Of course it is. Uh, Go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of The Rutledges. Same with my wife. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... (laughs) Uh... When we were talking about um, Tiger Woods mm-hmm. and how he um, he had like so many relationships, yeah, he did, and um, like fifteen affairs that we knew about. So yeah. there's got to be a few more. And uh, um, how confusing that would be. She told me to Google. Um, <clears throat> Google this guy named Jason Collier, and he's from Texas. He was the a chief of police in Texas, and he um, he's married, but apparently he he has been forging annulment documents to mislead his mistress, who he was secretly engaged of engaged to he's like an ordained minister a father of four but he like um he like has all of these things to like hide like all of these affairs and um he's like engaged to some people he has like he's married but then he's told people that he he's like showed them like um annulment paperwork from that marriage and then 
gotten engaged to people, but then he has like other girlfriends outside of that. Like he's got like these like it's interesting s- and so many like balls in the air. <laughs> it, it's not the only place they are. Well, apparently, yeah. <laughs> and so like there, I mean, it's like this. Um, it is like there's like tons of fraud things and. I didn't like go too deep into it, but she said there's like Facebook groups like that, like are just like tracking like, wait, and then he has this over here and he like asked for money from this person over here. And like, I don't, my first reaction when anyone says sex addiction is to, uh, roll my eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, I was (laughs) I'm not going to say her name because she's not a public person, but I almost did the, like, the uh, masturbation, you know, the the hand signal you do, like, the jerk-off hand signal, like, uh, because we we (laughs) were hanging out with our friends. (laughs) But she thought it meant something else. She thought it meant, like, I'm your... Um, you're kidding me or something yeah. which it sort of does but she didn't yeah so she was she was doing she it in really it in a inter- mormon house really inappropriate time <laughs> yeah. she'd be like anyway <laughs> so, so the make- priest is like hand job motion you know. uh which is pretty funny to me but i almost said that but whenever uh i hear about sex addiction like my first reaction is like is that it's just a thing you can say, like, I need to go to rehab because I got caught, or like, don't we all right. sort of sex addicts? Or, right. You know, you know, it's a biological function. It's almost like saying I'm, I'm addicted to peeing or something. You know what I mean? It's like right. a weird. Right. But like at that level, right. something's fucking wrong. Right. Because that's a nightmare life. <laughs> that's a nightmare. You're forging documents. You've got girlfriends and I fiancés I mean, and a wife and a family and a new... That doesn't se- seem enjoyable. How could it be? No. I don't, that's that level of... Uh, that's... I mean, that's the definition of insanity. You know? I think that's, like, that's an addiction. You're doing all these crazy things. Yeah, something's and, going on. Oh, it's... It's just crazy. I mean, I mean the the initial like, okay, I, <laughs> whatever. Um, I don't know if people actually think of it this way, but whatever. If you end up cheating on your spouse, that's like one thing. Uh-huh. But for someone to be like, I'm gonna, <laughs> that wasn't enough. No, <laughs> do you know right? what I mean? This one person wasn't enough. Right. First of all, to cheat on a, a wife and family. Is one thing, but to like fake marry more people, right? It's not enough to just uh, have sex with them. You gotta like do the whole bullshit thing. That's weird. That's weird as yes. hell. Yeah, because that's not about sex. Marriage isn't about sex. Pretending to marry people isn't about. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, why do you need to have uh, six fiancés, man? It doesn't even make sense. I know it's so. Um, it's just. <laughs> But it all came down, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No longer police chief. Actually, like, because he had, like, forged this annulment and, like, done all this crazy stuff. So where he's, like, wanted on, like, a, a federal, like, or he was, like, charged with some federal crimes. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well. <clears throat> <clears throat> that's the other thing. It's, like, when shit goes bad with me, 
I have one woman mad at me. This dude's got half of his Texas town pissed off. I know, right? Even the Kinkos is pissed off because he used them to make the copy of the annulment. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no way. I mean, that's... You... He's... That guy hasn't had a good day in years. No. Because there's... Like, what do you think the number of women was? Like, double figures? Yeah, I think. I don't know. Like, what are the odds with ten relationships with ten different women? I know, I don't that you're That one of them's that... not going to be pissed at you? I just don't understand. Like... Especially when he has to, like, lie and, like, I'm sure break promises. And, like, so it's like, you know, it... He's running a 90% of my women are going to be mad at me at all times game. What a nightmare. Why would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to talk to him. This is ridiculous. Okay. You do that. Um, well, I better sing Billy Joel so you can go to bed. You know, you have one more thing. Uh, what is it? Ah, oh, I lost my will on that. Okay, I wrote, it was on our little set list of things because Cloris Leachman died. Mm-hmm. Um, was that her real name? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't sound real. No. Um, she was in her 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, not COVID, because that's all anyone cares about now. You know, <laughs> I do the same thing whenever anyone dies. I'm like, COVID? No? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, as if dying from something else is somehow winning. <laughs> like COVID didn't take her. Uh, but I, I met Cloris Leachman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We dated in the early sixties. We met at Bob Hope's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Really? You were just fake listening and agreeing <laughs> to my story. <laughs> no, I wasn't. It is her real name. Uh, she did. She, when I did the um, Great American Comedy Festival, I think 2012, 20, I, the years, mm-hmm. Smash Mouth is right. The years start coming and they don't stop coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a contest <clears throat> that I did not win, but they had like celebrity guests and she was the, Louis Anderson was a celebrity performer and Cloris Leachman was a celebrity guest and they had like a, almost a, because it's Johnny Carson's hometown. They had like mm-hmm. his desk set up and she was getting interviewed. And uh, so she must have been mid to late 80s <laughs> at that point. And she had laryngitis. So she just comes out and she's like, I can't. My voice. I'm so sorry. I can't talk. I'm very sorry. And then she follow. That's after they introduce her. And this is old people in this theater. In Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, they fucking know her. Do you know what I mean? I'm like Googling, <laughs> like, Cloris <laughs> Leachman. What the hell's happening? <laughs> and so she just turns around and pulls her dress up and shows the entire theater her 88-year-old ass. <laughs> All right, then. And the place went ape shit. Also, I'm going to say, I mean, very shapely for uh, her age. She was, like... I mean, she looked pretty good for her well, age. She also, she was from that weird time of women, uh, like Lucille Ball. Claude, what else am I thinking? There's a Ruth Buzzy. There's a uh, there's a uh, Phyllis Diller. Mm-hmm. 
Joan, Joan Rivers, early Joan Rivers, where it's like you had to pretend you were ugly. <laughs> like they all would have like wild hair or like. Yeah, it's weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm crazy. That's the only way you can laugh at me if I'm not a sexual threat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's what you had to do True. to be a funny woman Yeah, is to be like insane. Yeah. Like, oh, she's got a mop on her head. Look at her. She's hilarious. You know, <laughs> even like Lucille Ball. It was fucking gorgeous. Right. <laughs> but she was always just like, you know, uh, even on the show, she didn't like look that hot. And then you would see like a, a, a magazine shoot and you're like, holy shit, she was like a model. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> uh, it was a pretty funny moment just that to see is, an 88 year old woman. And it's also like, it's yeah. kind of exactly what all the comedians needed to see because, you know, it's like, it was kind of a bullshit contest in the way that the guy who put it on, it was a great festival, but the guy who put it on like booked Letterman mm-hmm. comics. Mm-hmm. And so he would dangle that carrot mm-hmm. like, oh, if this goes well, I'll get you on Letterman. He was getting four people a year on Letterman. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it was like everyone thought that. So everyone's taking themselves so seriously and we're picking our smartest material and mm-hmm. we're having all these workshops where we talk about vulnerability and this fucking 88 year old woman just is like, look at my ass, and the room explodes. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Comedy's a fart joke. What are we doing? None of this is serious. You know what I mean? None of this is fucking serious. Like, we're trying to pick our, like, slightly edgy but smartest set. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, this is stupid. We just looked at an old woman's ass, and it did better than any of our well crafted material did. Right. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, R.I.P. Cloris Leachman. Um, I didn't really talk to her that much. She just sort of nodded and smiled at everyone, and she really couldn't talk because of laryngitis. But yeah, um, that's where I met Louie Anderson, and um, uh, I met him later. I should have. I don't know. Should I? Is that the kind of thing that a normal person would say? Like when I met Louie Anderson years later, should I have said, "Hey, I met you at the Great American Comedy Festival." Or is that too weird? I I don't think it's weird. Like, I think that's what people who are like real go-getters would do. But I would never do that. I'm not like that kind of person. And Christy, you know you didn't marry a go-getter. And I don't think you would either. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? I just can't see you going up no, and, I didn't and putting want to annoy yourself him. out there. I didn't like, want to annoy him. And it, although I, well, I was really surprised that like... Because it was a it was a private show for firefighters, mm-hmm. and like uh, he had to approve me to open for him, mm-hmm. and I was like so surprised at the level. Because I roll into a gig, and you could tell me the person going on before me is a mime, and I'd be like, really weird. Like I just whatever. Yeah, but you're not a. Yeah, I know, but a he's, television. He's Louis fucking Anderson. He's yeah. like, people are excited to see him. Yeah. And so it, it was very weird to me. He talked about specific jokes he saw on YouTube. That oh, he, he really approved you. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Oh, okay. He was like, yeah, that stuff's great. You know, I need you to be clean, obviously, but you can do that. You can do this. And then he was like, the level of micromanaging was like really surprising to me. Like he was like, dude. See, I think you should have. In that situation, I think that it's okay to say, oh, yeah, I met you at this just to like. He already remembers you a little, so you, you've planted a seed. But 
Yeah, I. <laughs> the next time you meet him. No, then. next time I meet him, we'll be like, met you twice, Great American Comedy Festival, and a firefighter uh, fundraiser thing at the Emerald Queen Casino in Tacoma. Yeah. Do you remember either of those? <laughs> and he'll be like, no. No, you just act like they remember. Well, you remember we worked together. It's <laughs> also really. Is this bad to say? This might be bad to say. Ah, well, fuck it. <clears throat> I don't think he's going to listen. He, okay, he's a large man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm sure but he he's, is. isn't he on Buckets? Is that him? It's not called, what's Buckets? The clown? It's not called Buckets. It's called, um, oh shit, what's it called? It's not Buckets, though. Google it. It's, I love the show. He's, he plays the mom, Christine Baskets. Baskets. <laughs> Buckets. <laughs> That's a different show. <laughs> From the makers of baskets, it's buckets. <laughs> anyway, that's him, right? He's yeah. so funny. He's incredible on that show. Yeah. Hi, uh, so, you should mention you're talking to the cat so people don't think you're don't, even more insane than they think already. I'm sure they don't think you have a tail. No, I had that removed. Uh, so,. You know, he's he's overweight, significantly overweight. He's got some health problems. I mean, he's still alive and he's in his 60s, but whatever. He's living in a larger body. He's larger than it's probably he should be. I, I mean, guess so am I, but like him more. Okay. Uh, I was just acknowledging I'm not judging him that much because I get it. But so they had all this food backstage that mm-hmm. was like just sort of green room food, mm-hmm. like sandwiches and some like cake and cheesecake and (laughs) he was so obsessed with what are we going to do with this food (laughs) like he dude you're supposed to pretend (laughs) like he was he was begging me to take it home and i'm like why do i want to take home like shitty costco sandwiches you know what i mean it's not like or or like take this whole and i was just like no i don't want any and he's like ah i don't i uh, just I don't know if he took it, but just like he was so upset about the thought of wasting food that I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm seeing how all this goes together, kind of, you know? And it's like, it's a casino, man. They There's two people in the green room, and they brought out sandwiches for like six Little League teams. Like, yeah. there's no way we're going to eat them. Me and you are going to split a whole cheesecake? <laughs> that sounds good. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I my new job I have to get up at six AM and I am not a morning person. <laughs> but you're a hero. I don't even know about that. I was a sweaty hero today. <laughs> hero sweat. Because it's like a face shield, it's plastic, and then it has like the foam that goes up against mm-hmm. your forehead. And so I just I'm just like dripping sweat and it's all foggy. I could not see a damn thing. (laughs) And despite the fact that the principal gave it to me, said, here's your face shield. And he said, there's a thing to tear or to pull off the film that's over it or else it's going to be foggy. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, knowing me, I'll forget and walk around like that anyway. I pull off the one on the front, right? And then I'm... You know, I'm like, this is stupid. You can't see for shit this. And then after I wear it, I'm wiping it down with um, a bleach wipe, a you know, cleaning mm-hmm. wipe. And then the back, 
film comes off. I'm like, huh, I really did wear it with the, <laughs> the film over it. So. Do you know what that reminds me of? Because what I did was even stupider than that. Way stupider. What? This came up on my Facebook memories. I was at a club in Dayton, Ohio, Wiley's. I don't even think it's open anymore. I had like this giant poster, and then like after the second show Saturday, they're like, "Got him a moron." They go, "Will you sign this poster?" Which is a thing clubs say, and you know, no big deal, whatever. Thanks, Wiley's, you're the best. I'm sure you're never gonna book me again, and I was right. So you know, you're right, whatever. But so I sign it, and then I realize the poster was in a plexiglass case, and I signed the plexiglass. <laughs> Like, they reuse the plexiglass every week. <laughs> and I fucking suck. You guys are the best. Dayton's cool. Gabriel Rutledge. Like, you know. <laughs> and the guy, the manager was just laughing at me. Like I, He's like, I have never seen that. I'm like, I have never done it. <laughs> I was so humiliated. I'm like, I, I was like, do you want money? Like, do, do you, you want me to buy? You get that off. Do you want to know how you get it off? Well, I have lost contact with the club. It's been several years, <laughs> but I'll let them know. If you ever write on something like most, <laughs> like a smooth surface with like Sharpie, get a dry erase marker and then just like cover it and then it'll wipe right off. Well, I should have called you four years ago when it happened. It like adheres to the dry erase marker and you can just <laughs> wipe it away. It's so bizarro. But I can't wipe away the shame <laughs> of being stupid. <laughs> So did you sign the case? <laughs> yes, 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 I did. I thought you guys would want me back. Who's here next week? Don't they want my signature on their poster? <laughs> no wonder they never had me back. I cost them $4 or whatever. <laughs> That's so bad. I was so red hot with embarrassment. Just like, oh, what am I doing? doing i'm sorry <laughs> yeah i'm an idiot hey thanks to the people who pay for this product called the podcast they receive the same product as people who don't pay but i think they like it better i think they feel obligated to listen till the end and that's important uh we call them They're... rutledge revelers if you mm-hmm. would like to support this podcast in the episode notes click on support this podcast for as little as 99 cents a month uh, you can do that, or go to RutledgeRadio.com and uh, click support. Goes to the same place. You uh, make it sound like it's actually like a recorded little um, ad right there. Well, yeah, it's, it's called being professional, Christy. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I didn't know you were one of those. Uh, what do you do when someone asks you to sign a poster that's in a plexiglass case? Well, what I do now <laughs> is I take the poster out. In my defense, who says sign this poster lays the plexiglass down on the table? I didn't know I was supposed to take it out. <laughs> fucking idiot. Oh, I want to be done. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, I do have one thing to plug, I guess. Uh, Tacoma Comedy Club. Valentine's Day. Two shows, 25% capacity, so I guess tickets are going quick. No pressure. Not everyone's ready to head on out. I don't even know if I should, but it's my job. Um, uh, But just letting you know. 
Um, maybe. It's phase two. Uh, do you want to hear a joke I've been opening with? Okay. In in uh, in areas around here. Like, I, I did a private show in Tacoma for three people. Okay. I was like, hey, phase two, huh? It's phase two. And they're like, and I'm like, yeah, but out of, out of an abundance of caution, I am going to keep my depression at phase one. <laughs> and, oh, we laugh. We laugh. I sign plexiglass. <laughs> <laughs> we go out into the night. <laughs> Will you sign your CD? Sure. Or I could sign the CD player in your car. Would that, is that what you'd like me to do? <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for being here. And remember, you can't listen. <laughs>